It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Good morning, everybody. If you know, you know, and we, of course, know, because this is, you know, I'm right on football. Nick Durst here, joined by Joe Calabrese. And Joe, you don't have to watch the Jets lose today. How's that feel? <laughs> uh, we had quite the uh, dramatic loss on Monday. Uh, a lot of Jet fans I know were feeling like me. Uh, we were, we had that game in the bag. Uh, and then we Flacco snapped. looked good. Flacco looked <laughs> he good. He did look good. Than Darnold. We, uh, we snatched the feet from the jaws of victory. So, uh, congrats. We are still on pace to go 0-16 and be the worst team in football. Uh, we do have some competition now for the Jaguars for the first overall pick. So, Lutton seems like that's last- the direction. Lutton yeah. looked good last week at quarterback, though. We, we said Jaguars are going to cover, and of course they did. We did. Said Dalvin Cook would be great last week. Vikings won. Said the Bills and the Seahawks would be a shootout. That was a shootout. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of things right last week. Oh, and I, Arizona Miami was obviously one of the games of the week, uh, and Miami covered like I thought they would, and they won the game outright. So uh, the AFC East uh, turning back the clocks, looking like 1990 over here with the Bills and the Dolphins in first and second place. No doubt about it. Uh, big game in the NFC East today, which we're going to get to real soon, which would be the Giants and the Eagles, which actually has some top five pick and also playoff implications. Yeah, uh, of course, crazy. the Giants coming off a big win against the Washington football team. Uh, and the Washington football team, Joe, in the news this morning, naming a new starting quarterback. Yes, Alex Smith is back. Uh, obviously, he came in in relief last week after Kyle Allen had that injury. Uh, came in, absolutely torched the Giants in the second half. Uh, but two late interceptions really did him in. Uh, the Giants were able to hold on to win that game. But uh, listen, you know we've said this you know, all season long, Alex Smith. Uh, terrific story. We knew that if he were to be the quarterback of Washington, uh, they would have the chance to win some games. Uh, probably too late in the season that, uh, now for them to be able to go on a run, but really nice to see Alex Smith back. Yeah, and, uh, the thing is no positive tests around the league this morning, so let's play some football. Uh, the Saints are going to apparently face some discipline after there's some viral right. videos of their not wearing masks. Now, if that was the Raiders, I think the Raiders would have got lost a fifth round pick. 
So <laughs> yeah. So uh so quickly breaking down all the news. Uh the Saints probably facing some discipline for the masks, right? Team they played last week, Tampa Bay. Uh they were having issues getting to Carolina like yesterday. They had had to wait seven hours. So uh that's a one o'clock start. Uh watch out. We'll break that game. We'll break down that game a little bit, but uh that delay is gonna cause some some headaches entering today. Uh and uh the Giants, uh they're cornerback who they draft a couple years ago, DeAndre Baker, uh, three of the four witnesses in that story have now recanted their testimony. So uh, that's going to be interesting going forward. Obviously Baker's facing hefty discipline, uh, probably some, some jail time. So uh, right. that's going to be something monitoring. have the eighth best defense in the league, by the way. So told you playoff worthy defense. They've played like it all season. <laughs> all right, Joe, tell us who's in, who's out for those fantasy people out there. Yeah. Uh, so this week was highly dominated by news from running backs, right? So uh, probably the biggest one is Christian McCaffrey, uh, who was able to play last week against the Chiefs and be very effective, actually. He had two touchdowns. Uh, he's out with the shoulder injury, right? So that's something to start right off the bat. Uh, unfortunately, David Montgomery, he's out. Uh, that stinks. Uh, Chris Carson, he's back. Uh, I guess you got John- David Montgomery on your fantasy team. I do. I do. He's out. Uh, well, we got believe- pretty soon. We got Justin Henry coming up from the lineup setters and just hoop talks. And maybe he That's could, right. uh, he could let you know who you, who you could pick up this week to fill in for David Montgomery. And of course, Chiefs are yes. a buy. So anybody who has a, uh, Chiefs are a buy, yeah. Holmes and, uh, yeah. Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, bliss goes on and on. Miller or Tyree Kill. Pick up. Right. Right. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, et cetera. Yes. Yeah, so quickly running down the rest of this. Uh, David Johnson went on IR with a concussion. He's out. Uh, Kenny Galladay, uh, he's out, I believe, as well. Uh, he's got his hip injury. Uh, and I believe Joe Mixon was ruled out early in the week with the with the foot injury. So a uh, couple more guys out. But for the most part, a lot of the big news this week uh, was pertaining to, to running backs. So uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. A lot of fantasy lineups this week. Probably most of the, the, the guys that you see out there you're playing against uh, probably not going to really have two really good running backs. I got lucky because on Thursday I ended up plugging uh, Naheem Hines into a couple of my lineups, and obviously he he had a really really big day, two touchdowns. So got very very lucky there. Uh, you know, go out scour the waiver wire. You got to find some people. Uh, plug in your lineup. Uh, so other news: uh, Hawkinson he's out with a toe injury, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins is questionable with a groin injury. He will probably be more of a game time decision, but if he doesn't play, obviously you'll you'll still be scrambling. So, uh, you know, check the news very very closely today. A lot of big I guys think, right now with questionable tags too. Yeah, I think there's uh you know we, we got to bring the fantasy guy in here uh, real quick. Sports by Jackie says hi. Thanks for watching, Jackie. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jackie. Uh, all right, so let's 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 get uh let's get our fantasy guru on the show here. Uh, he yes, is sir. none other than from Merge Marketing, Justin Henry. Justin, what's up? How's things going out there in Northern up, California Justin? right now? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? We're doing well. We're what, what's what's the team that uh, you know? If if you were a Raiders fan out there in Northern uh, California, what are they? What are, what are the fans now? Are they still Las Vegas Raiders or are they migrating? I can't see them saying we're 49ers fans now. 
I'm like, no, that's I think like they, you got to stick with the Raiders. Yeah, you got to stick with the Raiders. If you're a Raider fan, it's Vegas, man. It gives you an excuse to go out there to a home game, right? Yeah, I think sure. so. When we can. When we can. When, when we, we can. can. I think that stadium's going to be rocking and crazy. But, all right, so we just talked about a bunch of people who are out this week on buys or whatnot, specifically with the Chiefs. I think the guy you got to go get if he's available is Boston Scott on the Eagles because this guy Ooh. absolutely destroys the Giants every single time they play. <laughs> uh, but who, who are you looking at, Justin, this week if there's some some guys if that might have a big impact on fantasy? Yeah, so for me, actually, if you're looking at Miles Sanders, there's a chance that he might play too. So I'm not sure if, if uh, he's the best option there. But you look in Seattle. Chris Carson's actually out today. So two other real names. Yes, he is out today. DJ Dallas and Travis Homer. You never know which one's going to be the, the more viable fantasy option, but if you're scouring for options right now, that could be a great look for your team. And then also in Buffalo, don't be surprised if Zach Moss takes over that starting role here very soon. Zach Moss is a guy that I'd be inserting into my lineup. I'm desperate for a running back right now. What do you think, Joe? You like that? I like that. I believe Zach Moss uh, found the end zone last week against the Seahawks. Uh, so the Bills, uh, right now, most of the, the year, they've been had a two-back setup, right? So Devin Singletary was a rookie yep. last year. He's in the second year. Zach Moss, uh, third-round pick this year, first-round rookie. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, is Moss is probably a better in-between the tackles and, and goal line runner at this point than Singletary is. He's more of a scat-back type. Guy's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, but these two guys, uh, I believe both of them probably moving forward are going to probably have to be mainstays in your lineup simply because – uh, Josh Allen played really well last week, uh, really, really had truthfully had a bounce back weekend with all the injuries. Uh, most likely you're going to find a spot in your lineup for both these guys. But I do agree with Justin in the sense that I think Zach Moss, he's probably going to take off a little more towards the end of the season. Like I said, he's a better goal line option. Uh, Josh Allen himself is a goal line option, much like Cam Newton used to be. Uh, so when it comes to the touchdowns in Buffalo, uh, between those two guys and Diggs, it's going to be hard for Singletary to, to to get some some workload out of that. So watch those Justin, three guys moving forward. Justin, moving forward here, who do you like better, Gronk or Evan Ingram? I think uh, me and you debated this on your show a few weeks back, and I said you got to go with Gronk, and Evan Ingram has just dropped the ball. It is terrible, man. It is terrible. The tight end position this year, if, if you've been playing fantasy and looking for a tight end, you've really had no luck this year. I think Gronk is even going to be a questionable starter at this point now with Godwin back. Fournette's taking some goal line work. You Antonio just never Brown. know what that – man, Antonio Brown is there. So you just – you never know what that Tampa Did is. you pick up Antonio Brown in your league? I did. I did. How about you, Joe? Like you He's like the back-end wide receiver seven for our roster. There you go. <laughs> All right. So let's let's get into some games here. So let's win the people some money, Joe. You know what they got to do. They got to go to nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code FREECASH, all caps, one word, and Joe is going to win you some money. Overall, last week, the you know I'm right on football team pretty well. I think we only missed one game, uh, and I think that would be you know a pretty good week for most people. So let's get right into it here. We were just talking about Gronk. So we got to start off with the Buccaneers coming off a huge, huge loss which I called, by the way, on this show, Joe. You did. Uh, you did. The, the Carolina Panthers and the Buccaneers are the six-point favorites here. But I did not like what I saw last week, and I'm saying no bounce back this week offensively. And the Panthers plus six is who I'm going to go with in this one. 
And I do think there is a chance the Panthers actually win this game as well. I'm very down on, on the Buccaneers right now. I think they got too many cooks in the offensive kitchen and they don't know what to do. Uh, but again, I, the Bucs are really Jekyll and Hyde this season because if they play defensively like they did against the Packers a few weeks ago, who's beating them? Nobody. But no. they just did not show up at all. So give me the Panthers plus six in this one. Justin, what do you think about this game? Oh, man. See, I think I think a little bit of the opposite. I really like the Bucks here in a bounce-back spot against the team. Uh, you know, the Panthers obviously played to their highest capability last week against the Chiefs and still came up a little short. I think that having Christian McCaffrey back in the offense would have helped. Uh, but when you have to have, rely on Mike Davis again as the lead back, um, I, I expect a little bit of a letdown spot after a really close game against a tough team. They're probably going all out for that Chiefs. And I like Tampa in a bounce back spot, um, being able to come back. They got embarrassed last week against the Saints. And um, I really think that this is a, a good spot for them even to cover the uh, six or six and a half, whatever it is. All right. Before you go, Joe, Brustman, because this kind of leads into your answer here. The Bucks are allowing the fewest rushing yards per game in the league, as well as the fewest rush yards per attempt with McCaffrey out again for the Panthers, as well as offensive tackle Russell Okun. Does this guarantee a win for the Bucks? Joe, what, who's going to get the win here? And why don't you guarantee the people a winner on the betting line? <laughs> oh, I hate doing guarantees. Uh, I actually agree with Justin. Uh, so if McCaffrey was playing, uh, I believe your your point would hold water. Because uh, last week we both liked Carolina to cover against the Chiefs. And ultimately, not only did they cover, uh, they ended up making the game really, really close at the end. Right. Uh, but no McCaffrey in the lineup. Right. Uh, the Bucks are in a, a huge bounce back spot. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the broadcast, uh, they had that seven hour plane delay. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect them too much. Just wanted to get it out there. But uh, so last week, I think the Carolina Panthers played their best game and they lost. Right. And with no McCaffrey in the lineup, uh, I think it's going to be very, very, very hard for them to be able to keep a PO Tom Brady in check. Uh, Brady, one of the very few times in his career he was actually embarrassed in a game, and he was embarrassed in a game on national TV. Uh, yes, you're right. Too many cooks, right? We're going to have to see how all those offensive weapons work uh, in, in a, you know, within the next couple of weeks as they get acclimated with each other. Uh, but I like the Bucks here in a huge bounce-back spot. I'm not afraid to lay the five and a half. I'm not afraid to lay the six. Uh, I'm going to go and agree with Justin, and I'm going to say the Bucks will win this game. All right, I'm going to go Bucks win, Panthers cover, Antonio Brown gets a touchdown. That's my okay. prediction. Oh, I like that. It's good for Justin's fantasy team as long as he's playing. <laughs> Antonio Brown. All right, here it is, the game of the week. I'm surprised this is a Sunday night football game because he saw, the, he saw the Eagles and Cowboys be Sunday night football for some reason. So this is the, the game of the week right here. The game, he got the Philadelphia Eagles going to MetLife to take on my New York Giants. It's a huge game in the NFC least. The, the worst division of football. And we will start with Joe on this one. And the line is the Eagles are favored by five. And nope. Joe, the over-under on this one is 44 and a half as well. Uh, I'm taking the Giants and the points. <laughs> uh, I think – so the very first game these teams played, obviously the Giants were in position to win in the fourth quarter. And Evan Ingram kind of let it – slip away from him. Get it? Ha ha. Really funny. Yes. 
Uh, Daniel uh, Jones. I, but but listen, we we we've we've basically said this all season long. I've been you know pretty much on this bandwagon the whole season long. I think the Giants' defense is good. I think the Giants' defense is good. Uh, yes, you're going to bring up the point that Daniel Jones turns it over a lot, but you know who also turns it over a lot and who has been turning it over Carson this season? Wentz, a league Carson leader Wentz. in interceptions. Carson Wentz, right? Uh, I just think this is going to be a, a manageable situation for the Giants. We're gonna they're gonna be able to keep this game close. I think it's gonna be a one score game either way. I can see it being a three or four point game either way. Give me the Giants and the points at MetLife. All right, Justin, your thoughts. Yeah, I think these the division games are always tough because you never know, especially in prime time, what can happen. And for me, this seems like a money line opportunity, but actually. The other way, so not as an underdog, but as the favorite. I like the Eagles in this spot to win the game, but I think deciding if this is going to be a three-point game or a seven-point game is really tough. Um, I think the, the the Eagles are getting back a lot of offensive talent, so they're also getting back Alshon Jeffrey, Jalen Rager, um, Dallas Goddard's back now. So there's a lot of offensive talent that some of that Carson Wentz trying to do too much put a lot on his shoulders. Um, it really does a lot for that offense, you know, makes it a turnover happy offense. You see him throwing a lot of those, um, you know, cross passes or whatever. But um, in the same in the same breath, I also think this is a real opportunity. They probably take this a little bit more seriously as a chance to win the division than the Giants do. Um, I think that they realistically probably feel like they can make a playoff run, a deep playoff run once they're healthy. And uh, the Giants, unfortunately, probably don't. So in my eyes, I think that this is a game that the Eagles must win. I think that the Giants can win. I'm getting money line opportunity out of this for the Eagles. Probably staying away from the points. All right. Boston Scott, give me two touchdowns for Boston Scott. No doubt about it. Receiving and throwing <laughs> and, and, and catching. Uh, this is what we know about the Giants all year, Joe. The Giants always cover. So you got to take the Giants plus five. Now, for my game pick, Breastman wants to know, Daniel Jones has 16 straight losses against teams not named Washington. <laughs> Daniel Jones is five, has five wins in his career, four against Washington. So, you know, what does that tell you there? Uh, this is a division game that could change the playoff picture in the NFC East. If Jones can avoid turning the ball over and when leading the league in interceptions, can the Giants pull out the win? Jackie says, yes, Breastman. Breastman says, we need it. <laughs> Yes, we need this win if you're a Giants fan. But the thing is, Daniel Jones has turned the ball over in every game other than his games against Washington. So what makes you think he's not going to turn the ball over against the Eagles again? Yes, if Daniel Jones does not turn the ball over today, the Giants will win the game and they'll be back in the hunt for first place in NFC. But Daniel Jones will fumble the ball. And Daniel Jones will throw a late interception, which will lead to the Eagles coming down the field to kick the game-winning field goal. And the Giants will unfortunately lose. But and they will cover. But they will cover. So that's what's going to happen there. All right, next game up, we got the Houston Texans taking on the Cleveland Browns. Houston's coming off a big win where you know they're winning for Romeo Cornell here. The Browns are coming off a huge loss where, for some reason, these smart sports people said, watch how good the Browns are going to be now without Adele Beckham Jr. They're going to be so much better. Are you kidding me? Adele Beckham Jr. is the best wide receiver in the league when he's healthy. So that's an absolute joke. The Browns lose. <laughs> so they need to win this game, okay? They really got to win this game. But Well, they, uh, like they get Nick Chubb back, don't they? 
They got Nick yes, Chubb. Nick, look, Nick, Nick Chubb is returning yeah. from the IR. Going there you go. The worst rushing defense in the Texas. This is a satisfaction <laughs> breast man, Justin Bressler, with OBJ out for the year. Do the Browns look to focus on the rush going forward for the rest of the season with the dual threat of Chubb and Hunt? Joe, we'll start with you. I think this is an easy spot. Uh, I think the Browns are going to probably run the ball more than 30 times today uh, or get more than 30-plus touches between Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, I think this is a very, very easy game. Uh, I like the Browns at home here. I think they're going to win by at least, we'll say, 7 to 10. I think it's going to be a two-score game either way. I really like the Browns in the spot. Justin? Wow. Uh, that's you know I, I like the return of Nick Chubb as well to this offense. Um, and I like the fact that they're going to be pounding the ball. But this Houston Texans team has played a little differently since Cornell has taken over. And you've seen the elevated level of play from Deshaun Watson. You've seen him taking a little bit more deep chances. You're seeing Cooks getting more involved in the offense. Uh, Will Fuller's obviously still making big plays. I think the loss of David Johnson does hurt him, but it also helps because now there's not that do we play Duke Johnson? Do we play David Johnson? It's They're going through Duke Johnson right now, and I think he's also a, a help in the passing game too. So as far as the points, four is a lot, I think, for this Cleveland Brown team. I don't think that even though they've got the win total to support it, I don't think that this team has earned the right to be laying four and a half, even against a team that only has two wins in the Texans. Uh, and the Texans, obviously, their only wins are against the Jazz. I don't like the Texans to win this game, but I do like them to cover. Give me the Texans plus four and a half. I'm uh, I'm with you on that. I think you got to take the the Texans getting the points wow. here. So according to points bet, we got the Texans at plus four. Obviously the lines are all different, but if you get the higher plus wherever you can, take that. Uh, but I do like the Browns to win this game. They have to win if they are serious about being a playoff team. They got to win this game because the Raiders are certainly the Dolphins too. The playoffs. The Dolphins are right there too. Yep. Yeah, the, the Patriots, they got their win they needed against the against the Jets. So you can't you can't count them out. So you gotta you gotta assume the Browns are gonna win this one. And uh their their head coach Hafansky, he seems to know what he's doing here. So you gotta hope for if you're a Browns fan, they can back, bounce back. All right, next game up here, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars without Gardner Minshew, and they're gonna be taking on the Packers. Packers are favored by 14. Jaguars kind of play <laughs> tricky, but I got to I got to go with the Packers in this one. Give me the Packers minus 14. Aaron Rodgers wants an MVP. He's looked great, and they want to try to keep pace now with the New Orleans Saints to get that number one seed. Uh, and you know the Packers are the 25th in the league in, in blitzing this season, going against Jake Luton, who is Luton mania is running wild this year already. Who was making only a second career start? Do the Packers go against their game plan and switch to a heavy blitz package? Uh, I guess we'll start with Joe on this one as well. Joe, what are your thoughts on this game and answer Brussman's question here? Yeah, I think they're going to look to uh, get the the second. Start uh, the 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 starter who's in the second game to try to turn it over as much as they can. Uh, I, I again I I'm with you here. I think this is a really really uh, easy spot. Uh, you either lay the points with the Packers, or you don't touch the game. Uh, yes. And you're 100 percent right. This is and Aaron Rodgers is on. He's on a mission this season. He's very very clearly on a mission this season. Uh, Jacksonville, they have some fight. They're very pesky. Uh, they like to they they they, they stay in games so. That is the only thing that's, that would really, really concern me. Uh, but I'm with you. 
Uh, I think they're going to go after Luton very early and often. I think they're going to try to get him to turn the football over. Uh, they don't really have many skill position players outside of DJ Chark who could really help take a game over in the Packers defense. Uh, why well, I wouldn't say they're necessarily great. Uh, they're solid at every level, right? You know, maybe not the best unit in the NFC, but they're solid. Uh, to me, this game resembles the game that they played the Lions. I think it was either week two or week three. Uh, the Packers were, again, I think they were like 12 or 13 point favorites, and both you and I really love them in that spot. And they cleaned, you know, up for us then. So give me the Packers, lay in the points. Aaron Rodgers redemption season. Let's do it. Justin, uh, obviously want your game pick, but do you agree with Aaron Rodgers that a down year for him is a career year for most quarterbacks? Yeah, absolutely. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, man. I think he's under underappreciated when you look at it in the grand scheme of things, just because he doesn't have that Super Bowl, the second Super Bowl, obviously, since it's been so long since he got his first one. Um, I do like Aaron Rodgers in this spot. I do like the Packer offense in this spot. I think they're getting Alan Lazard back this game as well. Aaron Jones is finally getting healthy. So, um, And when it comes to second, a lot of times the second game, like you mentioned, Joe, for starters, there's tape out now. So Luton, we're, you know, he had that big play to chart last week, but a lot of times when you take those big plays away, um, it could get ugly, especially I think that the, the uh, weather's a factor for this game too. Uh, I think there's some windy conditions there, heavy winds. So uh, when you start throwing that into the wrench as well for a quarterback who may not have experienced that on the NFL level yet, there's potential for uh, for big victories there for, for the Packers. So personally, I'd stay away. But if I had to lay points, I would with the Packers. All right, next one more, Wait, wait, wait. One more point to, to Justin's point. Uh, uh, is Aaron Jones playing? Because yes. he's playing. Take it from somebody who helped him win his fantasy league last year. When Aaron Jones scores and when he has big games, they come in bunches. He's the kind of guy who's going to have 150 yards, two, three touchdowns. If it is windy today, yes. you're going to want Aaron Jones, especially in DFS. So, Good call. Yeah. The lineup is There call. we go. All right, next game up. Let's not pay too much attention to this one, but we got the Washington football team taking the Detroit Lions. Washington is getting three points. Alex Smith starting at quarterback. Give me Washington with the three points, plus give me Washington to win the game. Alex Smith is where the Washington football team talks to take off and win some games because they finally got their best quarterback at the starting position. Justin, what are your thoughts on this one? I love Alex Alex Smith, AS11. Give me Washington. Give me J.D. McKissick in all day, uh, daily fantasy lineups. Alex Smith, the check down king. All right. Breastman, Alex Smith is making his first start since his leg injury in 2018. He is going against some former teammates and friends of the Lions defense. Will the Lions be hesitant when pressuring Smith for a sack? Interesting <laughs> question. Interesting question. Uh, what do you think, Joe? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that plays into it into too much. Uh, but the three of us are going to agree. We're huge Alex Smith guys. You know, who doesn't, who wouldn't want to love that story? Alex uh, Smith, he's got to be, he's got to win comeback player of the year, right, guys? I mean, how do you think anybody has else? to, has so, to. I don't, yeah, sorry, Justin. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say he has to, and I don't think that uh, friends with, with contracts in the line are gonna he- gonna ease up on him for the sex. <laughs> uh, so, I forgot who wrote it, but Bleacher Report article came out, uh, basically criticizing the way that Matt Patricia has done things with the lines, and uh, a lot of the players there uh, weren't necessarily a fan of what he what he had brought to the table last year, and that they were kind of celebrating once the season was over last year. Uh, the Lions are not necessarily a bad team. They have some talent. Uh, they've been in mostly every game they played this season. Uh, but from everything that I'm gathering or everything that I'm reading or everything that you see kind of trickle down through reports and stuff, 
Uh, it seems like Patricia's probably a likable guy, but the way he runs in, like the team, trying like the the whole Patriot way kind of thing, doesn't really work. Doesn't really set in. It only uh, works think, with Joe Judge, apparently. Yeah, uh, I could see. I, I I could see like that seeping through today. I, I that's why you know I like Washington as much as you guys. But besides the Alex Smith factor, so. All right, next game up, yeah. game of the week: the Buffalo Bills going to Arizona to take on what should be the first place Cardinals. One field goal away <laughs> from winning that game. Unbelievable. Uh, this is going to be an awesome one. You got two of the best young quarterbacks in the league, Kyler Murray, who is just ridiculous, especially fantasy football, and Josh Allen, who is back in September, Josh Allen, who is looking like an MVP all over again. This is one that is going to be really fun to watch. Justin, what do you think in this one? And the Cardinals are favored by two and a half because they are the home team. I do like the Cardinals in this game. Um, I think it was a disappointing loss last week to Miami, a team that most probably expected them to win, uh, especially outright. And then also the, the Bills last week had a, had a big win against Seattle. They got up early. And uh, I really like this spot, though, for the Cardinals. I think that sometimes when you have those those tight games and bad losses for teams, it makes for a blowout. So I wouldn't be surprised this week if the Cardinals actually blew out the Ooh. Buffalo Bills. Nice. Um, yeah, I like the Cardinals in the spot a lot. And um, I think we'll be able to see that Cardinal defense come to play like they didn't last week. Joe? Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm with him. <laughs> I, uh, so last one, week. One to the side. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to trying to figure it out. Yeah, anyway. It's it's this way. Anyway, so me and Justin got point to Joe now for Joe's picks. Oh, oh no. there it is. There it is. Got to reverse it. NW over here. It's Hulk Hogan in the middle. So, so last week we disagreed on the, the this the the Dolphins and the Cardinals game. You thought the Cardinals were going to win. I thought the Dolphins yeah. were going to cover. Not only did the Dolphins cover, they won. Right. Yes. Everything that Justin said is a hundred percent true. This is a huge bounce back spot for the Cardinals. The Bills are not as good on the road. Uh, we saw that earlier in the season when they played the Titans, right? They played a very, very leaky kind of game. Granted, that game was moved from a normal time slot to a Tuesday. Uh, but I think the same train of thought is going to prevail here. Uh, I really love Kyla Murray in the spot. I think he played really, really well last week. And I think, to me, I think the Dolphins defense pretty The way he was able to to really you know shred that that defense up both uh through the air and on the ground. Uh I just really like the Cardinals in the spot. Uh hopefully DeAndre Hopkins plays. Even if he doesn't play, I still like the Cardinals here. Uh huge bounce back spot. Uh it's only two and a half. Uh I'm shocked it's not three or three and a half, especially with them being the home team. Uh but I like the two and a half. I'm willing to lay with, with the Cardinals. I'm gonna agree with Justin here. Give me the Cardinals and give me the Cardinals to win outright and to to to, to win and cover. Russman says the Cardinals are a dual threat with Hart, with Murray passing to Hopkins, Fitz, and Kirk receiving plus Murray on the ground. What do the Bills need to focus on stopping more today? The pass or the rush? I think oh, they have to the stop pass. the rush. I think you got to go rush. rush because if Hopkins is out, I think that's going to lead to Murray wanting to run a little more. Uh, so that's determined on. You and know, it, might, and it, it might be the return of Kenyon Drake as well today. Right. Also, uh, Christian Kirk, the last couple of weeks, has been able to find the end zone. Uh, right. I believe it's three straight games. So uh, he's been much more of a factor in the offense, uh, if, especially if Kenyon Drake is able to come back. Uh, I think they'd be able to withstand uh, if Hopkins were to not play or not. 
Uh, but either way, I think this is going to be just like last week's Miami game. This is going to be one of the games of the week. It's going to be yeah. one of those red zone games that you actually have to see. So I'm going to go, you know, I think Kyler Murray has a big game. Once again, rushing touchdown and passing touchdown. Uh, I think the Cardinals will win this game. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with, with the Bills plus two and a half. But I'm definitely taking the over on this one. The over is 55 and a half. I think it's going to be wow. a high scoring game. You can't, you can't make these Bills over under games high enough. Like I said, last week they played the Seahawks. It was what, 50? I think it was 55 2. And yeah. what did I say? I say it was going to go over, Bill, over, Bill over. And I was right. 50 themselves. Hey, listen, we got F Speedy here once stuff. We want to become famous. We could buy followers, primes, and viewers. <laughs> on we, don't need, we don't need this crap. We got just an influencer here. All right. This guy's the most famous guy on Instagram and Twitter there is. So we do appreciate your, your comment there. But, uh, all right. Next game up, you got the Chargers taking on the Miami Dolphins. You got Tua taking on Herbert. Herbert is the rookie of the year. No doubt about it. Future Hall of Famer. The guy's amazing. Whoa. The, the Chargers here, you get uh, the Chargers getting two points. You got to pick the Chargers. Has they ever, had they ever lost the game by more than three points this season? No, they lose every game at the last second in historic fashion. So give me the Chargers plus two. And I think I like the Chargers to finally get a win. And for real on this one also. Wow. Justin, what do you think? Well, for me, I love – I think that Tua is the real deal, man. And Tua, um, obviously, I think they proved that last week against Arizona. You, This is the kind of team that's scary because you really don't know what they're capable of. And that defense is playing extremely well, extremely underrated, even though they gave up a lot of points last week to the Cardinals. I think this is an underrated defense. And I think that the fact that they have to lean on the rookie and put him in really good spots – I don't know, man. I, I like Miami in this game, uh, even giving up two. All right, Joe. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the uh, also, again, uh, there are two really, really good four o'clock games, right? The, the Bills and the Cardinals, what we just talked about uh, in this one, too. Uh, so usually the second half of the games usually tapers off, but you're going to want to be glued to red zone. Yeah, four o'clock games. But I I, I mean, listen, I'm, bo- I'm with both of you guys. I think both Herbert and I think Tua are both the real deal. I think they both have boatloads of talent. Uh, I'm with you, Nick, in the sense that I think the Chargers are going to be able to stay in the game, but I'm leading with Justin here because I think this spot, uh, this is a really, really huge spot for the Dolphins. If they win this game, uh, they are right there, I think, uh, in contention, not only for a playoff spot, but for the AFC East too. I think this game is bigger for them. Uh, and considering uh, how Tua played his his first time around, I think he's going to have a much better go out of it uh, second time around in front of his his home fans. Uh, give me the Dolphins here. You know, I again like this is another one of those games where you know less than three points. Uh, I think the Dolphins should actually be favored by more. To be honest, I think they should be favored by at least three wow. and a half or four. I think they've earned that right. Uh, based on the way they played this season, based on the way their defense has played this season. The rest man says the matchup of 2020 first-round picks, two of yep. Herbert. All six of the Chargers' losses have been one-score games. Yeah, Both quarterbacks was... are threats in the pass and rush game. What does Herbert need to do better than two in order to get this win? You know, Can't... they're not playing. They're not going at each other. Herbert seems to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Yeah. This game's going to come down to the defense. The Chargers' defense hasn't been good. The Dolphins' defense has been better as of late. So it's all, it's all going to come down to that because I don't think – you know, I don't think Herbert's going to be stopped. And I don't think there's anything Tua could do that could out 
outperform Herbert and vice versa in this one. It's just going to be, yeah. it's just going to be, you know, it's going to come down to the end and defense there. Moving on to the next game. The Charger, we have, oh. you know, go ahead, go ahead, Justin, real quick. I'll say in the Charger running game is a little suspect right now too. Justin Jackson out, obviously Eckler's been out. Who knows when he's going to come back, but uh, they're going to have to find some options there. Maybe Ballage is coming off the practice squad. It's going to be tough for the running game with the Chargers. No doubt about it. Let's look for Herbert to make things happen on, in, out of the pocket and moving around as well. All right, next game. Again, not too much time on this one, guys. we got the Broncos plus three and a half against the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders snuck out the win against the Chargers last week. Joe and I have been saying all year, Raiders sneaky playoff team, nine and seven. So this is a game they got to win. Uh, give me the Raiders here, minus three and a half. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think we what we've seen from the Raiders this season, we've seen Derek Carr play well, and we've seen Josh Jacobs play well. Uh, again, and uh, when, whenever you see divisional games over here, you know you have to get both sides of the ball going. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Josh Jacobs in this spot is going to have to have a big game. Uh, and every time they've needed him to have a big game this season, he's been able to answer the call and have a big game. Uh, I think this team is playing with a lot of confidence. confidence. Uh, I think a lot of people are really hopefully anticipating – uh, John Gruden getting back to the postseason here. Uh, Justin, I know this is <laughs> your team here. Uh, hopefully we can make this unanimous. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders, and I'm going to lay the points here too. Uh, Justin, a matchup of former Alabama teammates in first-round yeah. receivers, Ooh, Ruggs and, and Ruggs, Judy. Judy. Yep. So which receiver is having a better season, and who is more likely to make the, def- the difference in the offensive game today? I think Judy is having the better season. Rugg's been a little injured and had some big plays here and there, but I'll take the consistency of Judy. And I also take the points with Denver. I don't think that this this Raider team is really tough to figure out. They're kind of Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, Give me the points with the Broncos. I think they're going to fight. I'm not sure if they win this game, but I know they'll fight to the end and make it close. For the record, Justin, you are not a Raiders fan, right? Not at all. 49ers fan? <laughs> Niner fan. Not, I was a Niner fan. I try to, you know, I, I don't have as much loyalty as I used to to these teams, man. But That's why is a big Alex Smith guy? Can't, can't Alex Smith, can't go. Hey, man, one of my favorite moments in life was that game against the Saints, man. Uh, I was so too. happy, too, because I was like, yes, now the Giants don't have to play the Saints. They're going to play the 49ers <laughs> oh, and go to the Super Bowl. Don't bring, the more, uh... don't bring up Kyle Williams, man. You bring up Kyle Williams, I'm going to have a heart attack on the show. Eli's one of the more underrated playoff games. Game. All right, next game up. This is a big <laughs> game here. You got the Seahawks coming off a loss, taking on the Rams. The Rams, they want to prove, hey, we're still going to have a chance to win this division. I said before the season, Joe, I said the Rams, they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to remind everybody who they are. Seahawks are getting two and a half here, but I'm going to take the Rams. The two, and they're, they're giving up two and a half here. And I think the Rams are going to win this one by at least at least three points in this game, probably probably seven. I think uh, the Seahawks defense is just absolutely atrocious. Uh, what do you think, Justin? Uh, I think the Seahawks cover this one pretty easily. I think uh, I really like bounce back spots when it comes to to laying points. I think the overreactions tend to be a little bit too much sometimes. And this is a team that people were talking about as a Super Bowl uh, caliber team in the Seahawks. I think they go out and handle business after a bad loss to the Bills last week. Seahawks in this one. Give me whatever points there is. Joe, I know you love Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson says Seattle leading the league in scoring versus the Rams allowing the second fewest points per game this season. Aaron Aaron Donald has sacked Russell Wilson more than any other QB in his career. Who wins this matchup today? And can Wilson avoid a sack today from Donald? Yeah, this is a really tough game to read because on one hand, uh, I do really like the Rams defense, the way it's played this season. I think they've been really, really good. 
On the other hand, uh, we've basically been able to see that no matter what spot the Seahawks are in, no matter how iffy their defense plays, uh, Russell Wilson always seems to play a good game. Now, the only time that really didn't ring true was last week. He kind of had a difficult time in in Buffalo, turned the ball ball over multiple times. Uh, But the one thing that you see with Russ that you don't really see with uh, anybody else, especially, uh, I mean, we we see this with guys like Rodgers too, like all the elite quarterbacks. Uh, they tend not to have two bad games in a row, right? And we see with Russell Wilson, he's classic case of a guy who really doesn't doesn't turn the football over too much in his career, right? So I really like the way the Rams have played, but at home this season, they played nothing but really close games, right? The Cowboys game early in the season, the Chargers game. Uh, so give me the Seahawks with the points here. You're very, very right about that very leaky Seahawks defense. They're most likely going to give up some points. Yes, Russell Wilson to have a bounce back game. Uh, I can very easily see close to 300 yards here. Uh, The matchup to watch is going to be Jalen Ramsey and who he guards. Is he going to shadow DK Metcalf or is he going to kind of split between him and Tyler Lockett? I think he's going to shadow and try to take Metcalf out of the game. But what we've seen from Metcalf this season is cornerbacks have tried to erase him from the game and he simply produced no matter what. So give me the Seahawks here. Give me the points. I think Russ has a bounce back spot. I think the Seahawks here have the opportunity to actually win this game outright. And if the Seahawks are able to win this game outright here, I think it's going to really improve my guy Russ's MVP chances. All right. We got five minutes here. We got four games left. Can we do it? I think so. Uh, (laughs) We're going into the two-minute drill. No more no spikes, no timeouts on the clock. So let's run through these last games here. You got the 49ers taking on the Saints. Saints are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that is not even enough. So give me the nine and a half with the Saints. They're going to destroy the 49ers at home. Uh, 49ers are still banged up. Saints coming off a huge win. They're the best team maybe in the NFL right now. We'll see what happens with the Steelers. Joe, agree or disagree? So the last time these two teams played this game in this spot, New Orleans, uh, remember it was George Kittle who had that really, really big catch and run at the end of the game. Uh, It was one of the games of the year, right? Uh, This is going to be... One of those times where I think revenge uh, is, you know, the dish served. I think the C- the Saints remember that game from last year. I think they're going to want to watch the taste uh, out of their mouths from that game. Uh, the Saints are going to want to prove that they weren't they're an NFC contender. Uh, I didn't buy into them too much to start the season, but with the way the Buccaneers have played l- lately, it seems like this is going to be the Saints' division for the taking. I agree with yep. you. Give me the Saints. I'm laying the points. All right. And we won't forget that Joe said the Saints will miss the playoffs this year on the first show yeah. of the season. Uh, Justin, just you can really quick give us your pick, but answer this question from Breastman with injuries for George Kittle and Tebow Samuel and Brandon Ayuku emerging as number one raw receiver. Does he have any fancy value nope. still with QB grapple out with injury as well? Uh, I'd stay away from those receivers. You saw Richie James go off last week. Uh, obviously, Debo Samuel's still out. Ayuk is coming back. Uh, they had an 85% of the plays drawn up for him last week, and Richie James went off. So if you want to throw him in your lineup, cool. Uh, either way, I'm probably staying away from this because you might have Lattimore shadowing him anyway. So uh, Saints to me, all day, route, double digits, two-minute drill. I'm throwing a Hail Mary. That's it. All right. Bengals taking on the Steelers. Steelers somehow pulled it out against the Cowboys. Any other team, they'd probably lose that game. Bengals getting six and a half. We know Joe loves Mr. Burrow, of course, in Cincinnati. Uh, but I think the Steelers six and a half in this, so I think they do win this game by at least a touchdown. So I will, I will, I will go with the Steelers here. I like what I'm seeing from Big Ben. 
I think the Steelers are – they should be the favorites to get to the Super Bowl right now, despite what the Chiefs are doing. The Chiefs have been in a lot of close games, and uh, I just think the Steelers' defense is a lot better. Justin, what do you think about this game and the Steelers moving forward here? Uh, Steelers look like they're coasting to me. Had a tough time against Dallas last week. But Joe Mixon is out. I do not like taking division uh, division games with over seven. So they're at six and a half. Give me the Steelers. But anything over, if it was seven, I probably would have took the Bengals. Joe, what do you think, Joe? I mean, I have interesting nuggets for this game, which I don't really don't really make sense to me. Uh, the line started at 10. It's at six now, right? Uh, and at 51% of the money is on Cincinnati, not Pittsburgh. This is really, really weird to me. Uh, and of course, the Steelers leading the league in sacks. Really versus weird. The Bengals allowing yeah. second most sacks. Hole for Burrow. Yeah, Burrow's going to get. A lot I of mean, money. listen, I love Joe Burrow, but this team doesn't it. have an offensive line, doesn't have a defensive line. The Steelers have both. You know what I mean? So, it's just so Joe's going. Joe's going Steelers. Yeah, I'm going minus Steelers. It's very, it's very obvious. Yeah. All right, here we go. Sunday night football. I don't know why this is a game. Sunday night football game, but we got the Patriots coming off a huge win against the Jets on Monday night football, taking on the <laughs> Ravens, and you got, you know. The, the Patriots are getting seven points here, which, you know, and it's at home. But, you know, I think the Ravens are going to win this game. So it's tough. It's a tough one. But I, I think I'll take the Ravens lane seven. I think the, the Patriots are just – they're just not – they're just not that, that good this year. They're not they, good. They still, they still haven't figured out it. what to do with You can Cam say Newton. it. They're not good. Uh, I, I think they need to get a little more creative at the goal line other than running Cam Newton four times in a row. Uh, we saw that against Seattle where they could have won that game, but they just, just ran the same play over and over again. So uh, I hate doing it, but I got to I gotta pick against the Patriots with the points in this one. So give me the Ravens minus seven. Joe, agree or disagree? So last week the Ravens were in a very, very similar spot on the road against the Colts. A lot of people were kind of, you know, iffy, didn't really know how to evaluate the game. Uh, the Ravens, even though Lamar Jackson didn't play great last week, played really solid. Uh, defense forced a turnover touchdown. They won that game. Uh, I think this is a very, very similar spot here. Uh, I think the Ravens are clear and far and away the better team right now. Uh, the Patriots have kind of told you who they are. They're kind of a middling team. Are they bad necessarily? No, but are they good? Absolutely not. Give me the Ravens here, laying the seven. I don't have to worry about that. Uh, I think Lamar will have a good game in, on, uh, in the primetime spot on national TV. What do you think, Justin? Especially Lamar coming out this week saying, the defenses know my plays, but... You know, if the defense just guesses, oh, watch Lamar on the run, they're going to be right most of the time if they just guess that. Yeah, I think I think this is actually a good, if you're looking for like a Hail Mary, I need to make some money type thing, I think this might be a good money line spot for the Patriots. The Patriots could outright win this game because the, the Ravens, to me, are a team that is missing offensive line, key offensive line pieces. They're calling each other out right now in the media. The running back situation isn't looking too good. Gus Edwards and um, – and uh, J.K. Dobbins aren't necessarily putting together the effort that they need. The receiving core is struggling. I don't know. The Patriots look like they need to win a game for something. Yeah. They're, they're saying Bill Belichick's about to retire. No Cam, Cam Newton looks like he's sulking again. <laughs> like, I feel like the Patriots really just want to win a game. And I'm not sure that this wouldn't be a bad spot if you're looking money line, an opportunity to make some money. Might be a good spot to pick the Pats. Nice. I like it. All right. Russ, man, New England is three games out of a wild card spot. One last week against the 1-7 New York Jets team. Actually, an 0-7 New York Jets team or 0-8 yeah. New York Jets team. There's a win against the car, the Ravens show the Patriots are deserving a wild card spot. And can they get there? Yes, absolutely. If they, if they beat the Ravens, they got to just keep winning. They could certainly get the wild card spot. You really don't know what, what's going to happen with the Dolphins moving forward and, and the Raiders. So still impossibility. And 
Like Justin said, you can never really bet against Bill Belichick. Last Jacoby game, Kobe Myers. Kobe Myers is looking good. Kobe Myers, absolutely. All right, last game here, Monday Night Football. I said before the season the Bears are going to be a playoff team, but not with Nick Foles playing the way he's playing. They got to go back to Trubisky here. The Vikings are turning it around. Some may even say, oh, maybe they can catch theirs and potentially make the playoffs. I don't know, but they looked good last week. Vikings are the three-point favorites on the road at Soldier Field in Chicago, which is interesting and pretty telling of the way Nick Foles has been playing and the offense has been looking. So I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins, Mr. Jefferson, and Dalvin uh, Cook, who has been amazing, uh, uh, and the Vikings, minus three. I think they're going to win this game outright uh, by at least four points. And I just think it's going to be the fact that the offense of the Bears is just not good enough. So I think – I think you maybe got to consider the under in this one too, 43 and a half, but I'm going to go with the Vikings. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Obviously you're disagreeing. I very much disagree. Uh, I think this, uh, first of all, I agree with you on the under. I think there's a big, big, big under spot because I think the bears are going to sell out to stop the run. Uh, this is Kirk cousins in a prime time game. That's not right. a recipe for oh success. Nine. If you want oh to win. Oh nine. There you go. There you go. Uh, yes, Nick Foles has struggled this season, but Nick, uh, sorry, Kirk Cousins, prime time spot. Give me the Bears here, and you're giving me three points. Come on, we're gonna take the Bears plus three. Right, I'm gonna go like this, and then this one more time. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna go with Nick. I'm gonna go with no. Nick. I'll no. go with Nick. One and nine for Kirk Cousins uh, on Monday Night Football oh, will be his new record. You like that? Yeah. You like you that? You like that? Wait, when the wait, Bears, wait. the Bears, this might be a game where we actually see a quarterback change in the middle of the game. They gotta game. go I back to this game. I think this has potential to be a blowout. Oh, Allen Robinson's banged up. There's no running back right now. David Montgomery is out, so who even knows who the running back is right now? And this team right now doesn't look like they they're really in contention anymore. They were legit uh, top of the NFC, and now. I don't know. I got the Vikings. Dalvin's hot right now. The receiving court, Thielen really hasn't been playing well, and, and the passing game is still going to be there. I just I just like the, the Vikings to, to cover fun. and destroy. That's it. That's what I like to hear. All right, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much, Justin, for coming on the show. So for Absolutely. Justin Henry, for Joe Calabrese, I'm Nick Durst. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the games. And this has been You Know I'm Right on Football. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.